You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. When Edmunds' largest interactive art piece was installed at the Festival Marketplace, it not only marked the 235th public art installation, but also a new business trend. Interactive art is engaging visitors and citizens to stay downtown longer. Interactive art lures people from outside the area to eat at Edmunds' restaurants, shop at their stores, and create experiences that make them want to come back again and again. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, your host, back with another episode up in Edmund today for another one of our Visit Edmund podcasts. Um, super excited, obviously, to be back doing Visit Edmund stuff because of, we did one before COVID, and now it's like back back to normal. Things are opening up. It's awesome. People should come to Edmund more often. Um, but that's what we're going to talk about today. I have Matthew Myers on the podcast with me who really loves this place, um, offices out of Edmund, and got some really cool ties to it, which we're going to dive into today. Uh, Matthew, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's awesome. Great spot you got here. We're at Vault 405, right in downtown Edmund, um, and it's after the ice storm it feels like it hasn't happened (laughs) (laughs) lots of trees hanging around lots of trees hanging around the sun shining and it's like perfect fall day um but yeah i really appreciate you coming on the podcast to talk about edmund and you know and a a city that you love and and got some really cool things going on here so uh where i guess we'll start right at the beginning were you born and raised in oklahoma I, uh, yes. Well, actually, uh, I was born on the Galveston Island, South Texas. Mm-hmm. I moved up here in the 1970s, went to Oklahoma State for my undergrad and then Oklahoma City University for my master's in business and uh, started out in the entrepreneurial world and, and did that for a number of years and then got into real estate several years ago and did my first development in Edmond, not far from here, just about mm-hmm. eight, eight, eight miles from here called the Prairie at Post with my business partner, Jeremy Kubitschek, who I think yeah. you know. Great guy. And um, it's been a fun journey. So I love Edmund very much. Yeah. I always enjoy Jeremy's uh, selfies with, uh, with, uh, at the airport, right? Yeah, with Will Rogers. With Will Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> Those are great. Not that he, not that he has, hasn't done many recently, obviously, because of what's been happening. But yeah, I always, always crack up seeing those and, and that development i didn't know that you guys were involved in that that's uh it's a really cool spot isn't it? and now it's kind of done and getting i've seen he moved in right he Did moved, you move in, in, as I well? moved in yeah we yeah. both built houses out there yeah. and it was really a, a a neighborhood that was about uh bringing community and relationships into a neighborhood right mm-hmm. and so so many neighborhoods are, are relational deserts neighbors don't know each other and so we we just asked ourselves how could we do it better and different and so we did things like corral the the uh, the mailboxes, so you mm-hmm. can't uh, just run out to the front of your house and pick up the mail and go back in your house. You actually have to go into a common area and interact with your neighbors. And there's chickens. Yeah. And there's a garden and things like that. It's been a fun journey. Yeah, I've seen a lot of cool pictures of it. it looks, uh, it's an awesome spot. And I remember when I asked Jeremy about it, and he's like, "We couldn't find a place that that was community minded, so we just built our yeah. own, which is great, and and it's in a really cool location. Uh, so, the real estate thing was the real estate for you something that you. Kind Kind of had your eye on growing up going through college or do you not was it kind of a late bloom yeah my dad had a very close friend that was in real estate down in in texas uh, our family had some rent houses over the years but the prairie was really our first ground up development and um and the funny thing is how i discovered downtown edmond which is where we are right now and where most of our uh our developments are today but also where all the the art is is uh, it was totally by accident and so my 
I was building a home out at the prairie where we had developed, and I'd sold my house mm-hmm. near 178th and Penn in West Edmond. And as it goes, uh, there was a four-month gap between the time I sold it and the time my house was uh, going to be finished. And so a friend of mine said, hey, Matt, I've got an apartment complex that I, that I own over by UCO. Why don't you come over and just stay there? Mm-hmm. And so I stayed literally for four months over the summer in 2018 in a basically a college apartment complex with my wife and my son, which... There's some great stories there. <laughs> that was that was pre-cannabis, but there was plenty of that going on oh, in, in, sure. the, in the apartment complex. But <laughs> it was um, uh, not by us, but by by the kids there. But we had a great time. Got to know the 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 kids. And but what we would do is I'd started running and walking in downtown Edmond, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, this is an amazing place. But it just felt a bit asleep at the time, right? There wasn't. There's only a couple of restaurants open at that time. There's there was very little interactive art going on, and so I called a friend of mine, David Chapman, who's on the city council, who lives about two blocks north of here, and I said, David, hey, what's going on with this? Because Edmond, if you think about it, I mean, it is a fabulous place to live. It's mm-hmm. got the best school system in the state, or arguably the best school system in the state. It's, I think, among the 10 largest cities in the state, it is the safest city, and in today's world, that's important. So great fire, great police, great schools, great tax base. It's growing. The city's investing in a lot of things. But the downtown core, unlike Oklahoma City, was just not a lot was happening at that time. And so David told me at that time, he said, Matt, he goes, it is, it, it's asleep, but it just woke up, but the public doesn't know it yet. Yeah. And uh, so that's that was the beginning of the journey in downtown Edmond. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember like the first time that I actually came up to Edmond, probably, you know, for like an actual date night or something, and it was hood on hood. And, I, you know, usually you kind of drive through it or you, you, you know, you come down the highway and you just see the exits for it and you keep going kind of thing. Um, but after that, I remember because it was the first time I'd ever had the saucy Sicilian. And yeah. it was so good. And now we're great friends, which is even better. Uh, but yeah, like it's when you, as long as you can get parking, right? Mm-hmm. It's good, which is getting better. And I pulled up today and found a spot straight away, which right. is like right. the best thing ever. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, the architecture is great. And I remember walking back to the car that night and seeing like the guys doing the glass blowing and all the amazing, you know, the doors are open, like come in and take a look if you want, which for people doing glass blowing, like a lot of people are closed doors and stay away, but they were really inviting us in to, to take a look at it, which was really cool. And just that welcoming feeling of that night. And it was, you know, it was one of the first ones and it was, there was people everywhere. It was a great night. There was queues for every food truck and events going on and a band and everything. It was it was really special. I know they've they've done great things with that and it's just kind of grown from then, isn't it? There's so many other things like 2018. I'm sure there was restaurants about to open right. and coffee shops coming and mm-hmm. you know now you have Sunnyside down the street mm-hmm. and you have Neighborhood Jam here and all this other cool stuff. So what I mean when you're running around here, that's another thing too is you're probably running without headphones, just kind of seeing taking it all in, right? So. Right. You know, anything that really stood out during that time when you were running around? Well, you know, downtown Edmond at that time is a developer, and that's the way I was looking at, at this sub-market, was it you could just check all the boxes from a development standpoint. You, uh-huh. uh, you know, had great jobs, uh, income from the residents, the schools, as we already mentioned. Um, and it had a really unique small-town feel in a suburb right next to, you know, a large metropolitan yeah. area. And, but unlike these other sub-markets outside of Denver and San Antonio and Houston and Austin, it just hadn't taken off yet. And that's my opinion. One of those big reasons was um, the noise of the train. 
right? And so the city, going back years and years, uh, they decided they were going to invest in a quiet zone. And the way that works is the city has to install a certain amount of equipment at each intersection to make it safer if they eliminate the horn. So mm-hmm. 60 days from now, we are going to be a quiet zone city. Yeah. So you're not going to hear that horn blowing uh, in downtown Edmond. But what that did was it uh, began to open up the possibility for outdoor seating for restaurants that people would never have before. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I wouldn't be here and it invested the the time and the money without that quiet zone being implemented. So that was one of the big tipping points that started where people go, you know what, I I think I want to be in downtown Ebony, either as a retailer or to live down there. Yeah, yeah, that quiet zone, it's... Yeah, sixty days. It's that's that. I'm sure there's residents that just cannot wait for that. You know, businesses and like I said, the outside, outside dining. You know, you've you know great weather or patio season or even when it gets into the winter, you still have heaters and stuff outside, and you can't have a conversation when that train goes by, which is very yeah. Annoying, well, which, let's hope it doesn't you know, go by during this interview. I'm sure it will. Right? They'll see our mouths talking, but they won't hear anything <laughs> else for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like I said, as a developer, like that's a huge, you know, it's a huge thing that, that that has to be taken care of, right? If you you and others are going to invest in this city, mm-hmm. bringing businesses in and people who are going to develop, you know, multifamily or whether it's just retail. You know, you need those people in here to spend those dollars. And it's consistently too, right? You need that neighborhood coffee shop. You need that neighborhood, you know, like like 405. You need these places and, you know, with with the train going by every day. Like that's right. Specific to that point, I was talking to um, a joint venture partner. We're looking at a $50 million development within a three-minute walk of where we're sitting right now. And he made the statement, if that quiet zone were not in place or was going to happen, none of that development would happen. So think about that. A quiet zone triggered a $50 million investment or likely to. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, without that, it wouldn't have happened. That's bringing hundreds more people here to Edmond, which Mm -hmm. is great, and all the businesses and and everything like that. So with... You you have a strong tie to the art side of things, which is what we're going to get into today. where does I guess the love for art come from for you right because a lot of people you know sometimes like I love cars like I see cars as art very expensive ones that I'm probably never going to own uh, but you know there's there's art everywhere for you what is you know where was that first love for art and then why I guess public art as well right so Mike think back is there anything you've fallen in love with when you first looked at it you're like I'm not going to like this maybe it was running or and, you know, because running seems hard, but then you get Definitely to do it running. and you're like, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it would be for you, but art would be that for me. Okay. Um, so it was a bit of a surprise to me that I really fell in love with art. And there's a gentleman in town named Randall Shadid, again, uh, one block north of here. He's a former mayor. I think about 18 years ago, he uh, began the Edmond Visual Arts Council. Mm-hmm. And what it means is the city of Edmond will contribute funds uh, to, a, to a pool. And then if somebody wants to put art in front of their building, a private business, then they would contribute half and the city would contribute half. And there you, there's where the art, sure. art could be installed. And so you fast forward 18 years later, and we have, I think, probably 220 to 225 Cinda over at the, would, would be able to tell us precisely. But, um, you know, we have one of the most artistic cities in the United States now, mm-hmm. tens of millions of dollars of art. Um, it's a little known fact, but I've run into people in downtown Edmond that have come specifically to Edmond downtown 
from Sweden, from Spain. I've met them really? on the weekends. Yeah, they might have been traveling down Route 66. Some of them actually come just to see our, our art. So we do get art tourism yeah. in downtown. So the way the story goes, Edmund, or, uh, Randall said, hey, Matt, would you like to sit on the Arts Council? And I was like, probably not, but you know, that didn't sound really exciting. Sure. But I attended it, and there's some great people on there. Cinda um, is, a, is a good friend, and she really heads out that up in the clerk's office and David Chapman is on that and a bunch of other people and I found that uh, it was a great environment to bring uh, Edmund so what we do in the Edmund Visual Arts Council Mm -hmm. is uh, private recommendations will come and the city will match that and we will approve those art pieces and so uh, that's how I got involved in the Edmund Visual Arts and then the interactive is is another journey to that whole story yeah I, I think me and a lot of people listening would, would be shocked to hear that, you know, there's people that come from all over when they, because Route 66 for an international person like myself is a big draw. Like people right. always want to do it. And, you know, you have pops and those are the right. main places that people obviously know of. But yeah, I didn't, and that might just be me not knowing much about art, the arts as well. But that, that's really cool to run into people because when you do walk around and you see the, the copper statues or whatever it is that's around, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's... Yeah, it makes you think, doesn't it, that someone has invested so much time in that and the business is, has a lot of pride and passion in having that outside their front door. Oh, you yeah. Know, especially if they put the money yeah, up Yeah, if you well. see a piece of art in Edmond, it means not only the city contribute yeah. half of that, but there was a business owner or somebody that said, hey, I want this art piece yeah. in, in front of my uh, building. And so vir- virtually on every uh, street corner in downtown Edmond, there's, there's pieces of beautiful art. Yeah. And so... Uh, I went to Randall after sitting on the Edmund Visual Arts Council for about a year, and I said, listen, I love these bronzes, and I think we need to do a lot more of them, mm-hmm. but what if we could do interactive art? Um, and he goes, well, what does that look like? And so we really started, and Cinda and other members were a great help to look at some what other cities were doing, and then we came up with our own ideas, and, and you know, we've already installed several interactive art pieces. Yeah. Um, in downtown Edmonds. So. Yeah, let's let's dive into those because sure. it's you know and the the you know the, the lock one is great right because everyone's kind of who's been fortunate to travel to Paris has bought a lock, paid way too much for a lock on the bridge right, and then right. written on it with you know probably paid for for a sharpie pen as well. Oh, yeah. And then clip you know clipped it to the bridge and I know. Um, uh, Turner Falls also has the same thing. They have a like a lock thing down there as well. But um, yeah, let the, I mean, you, you know, there's there's what four or five that, that you have at the moment, right. and I'm sure hopefully more coming. But you know, dive into the ones that we have right now. Yeah. So the the background on the the uh, interactive art was I was down here one day and I was observing people how they were looking at the bronzes and they would sometimes touch them and rub them. If you can actually go by certain bronze pieces in downtown Evan, you'll notice there's a shiny, yeah. like on the eagle over here, uh, just a few feet from us, uh, it's been shined up because people have rubbed the nose and things like that. I understand at Wall Street they have a bull and people kind of do the same mm-hmm. thing there. Um, but I just thought, you know what, what if we could do art that where you could actually interact with it. And so the dream was, uh, we asked the question, if a family wanted to come to downtown Edmond or a couple and spend three hours, could they interact with the art and really have, make a great afternoon of it on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon? And at that time, two years ago, the answer was, well, they could look at some bronzes, but that, that was about it. And so yeah. we said, let's go do some interactive art. And to your point, the, uh, the Love Locks piece, or it's called Key to My Heart, was really one of the first pieces we've done. And it's uh, seven feet tall and yeah. over 30 feet long. And you're right, the inspiration was the, the bridge in Paris where people lock their lock and throw mm-hmm. it into the 
I'm gonna something. Yeah. I'm, you and I are both embarrassed to name the river. <laughs> yeah. Not the same. I'm okay. I shouldn't yeah. say because my my geography teacher. People listening can me. Google. Yeah, I'll yeah. put it in the link to in the yeah. description below. Be anyway, yeah. But you throw it in the river, right? Sure. Well, we don't have a river in downtown Edmond, and so that was a an inspiration from, from that we took from yeah. Paris and brought it to here. But we don't have a river. We don't have a bridge, so we made our own. And the city was great. Um, it was about a fourteen thousand dollar piece mm-hmm. and another ten thousand dollar to install it because you don't want it falling over. Oh, it's got to be safe in the wind and all that kind of stuff. So, but I, I was over there last two nights ago, and there's already I'm gonna guess it's been installed for maybe two weeks. Yeah. I'm just guessing, um, and there's probably forty locks on it. So. Give it another year, and I imagine it will be uh, bending over with the weight of the lot. Yeah, probably, yeah, right. Because yeah, that's what happened with the bridge, right? They had to go and they'd every every so often they like oh, they had to clip everything off, off and it almost then start took again. The bridge yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I mean, that you know, to have that many people and have that many you know people yeah. come through Edmund is is the goal. You know, yeah. that would be really cool to. And it's been really interesting to look at some of the locks because you can tell there's people that really love each other, or yeah. people had a loved one that they lost. And they they lock that or a mother daughter and mm-hmm. and so it'll kind of it'll warm your heart when you see that yeah for sure so we have the you said the key to my heart which is obviously the locks and then I said the next one is the the little lawn mural yeah so tell me about that so this is a. Uh, 150 yards from here okay. so you're noticing everything is just right yeah. in downtown Edmond which is nice because that makes it walkable yeah. so you can walk to all these in uh, downtown Edmond so yeah on Littler there's a pocket park there and it's really nice it used to be I believe the old police station and they demoed that and so now it's been made into a park and I believe eventually there's going to be a brand new city hall on that site but for right now it's a great place to if you want to go and have lunch there there's some games over there there's seating there's picnic there but there's also a beautiful wall, uh, which has been painted, and I believe Zonley did that, but I'm not sure. I think he uh-huh. did. Zonley he's did. amazing. He's a great friend, it's and a, he's so done, we've done a lot of work with Zonley. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great place for selfies. There's bright colors on this wall, um, and... Um, Barry Rice, I believe, is a building owner who allowed that to happen. So mm-hmm. a lot of these uh, things that you need private support, building owners, if you're going to do a mural like yeah, it is yeah. in that case, you need to get their, their approval. And so uh, Barry supported that. It's it's a great example of taking just a raw piece of dirt that was just red dirt, uh, you know, eight months ago, and it turned it into a pocket park. Now it's a destination. And mm-hmm. if we went over there right now, we would see people in that park playing. Yeah games and stuff like that uh, and then you know you have you have the share the love which is right by the post office right right so the share the love the story on that it's a uh, it's about a seven foot tall a pole with a heart on top mm-hmm. and the way that that art piece came about is myself and a guy named J- David Chapman were having lunch one day and I had gone down earlier in that day and I'd bought four or five uh, greeting cards at the post office, which mm-hmm. is just right there. And I was writing a little love note to my wife and said, Hey babe, you know, I love you. And I was getting ready to put it in the mail. And David asked me over lunch, said, what are you doing there? And I said, you know, I'm just, this is what I'm doing. I'm writing a note. And yeah. He goes, give me one of those, you know, and being a guy, I bought four at a time, you know, for later. Of course. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so <laughs> anyway, I, I wrote a note and he wrote a note and, and we mailed it out. And, you know, a couple of days later, our wives got it and it was kind of a great experience. And so I'll try to do that from time to time. So then we started thinking, well, if, if this is good for us and our wives yeah. liked it, what if we could allow the public to do the same thing? 
So we basically created this art piece uh, along with a couple of private donors as well, where if you were to walk down there, again, two blocks from where we're sitting right now, you could walk up there and you could find postcards uh, with a stamp on it and pens, yeah. and you could literally write you know, someone that you love a note, and then you walk 50 yards and you drop it in the mail, and it's all paid for. So you don't have to worry about buying a postcard, mm -hmm. buying a stamp, getting a pen, it's all right there. And that has been extraordinarily successful. Um, when we did it, we thought, well, maybe 500 postcards will be sent a year. Yeah. Um, we just didn't know, and it's more like 500 a month, right? Yeah. So we had to readjust our budget because we got to pay for postcards and stamps, and so we're, we're you know, we're obviously looking for support. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that was we wanted people to get a message from Edmund that was positive. And one of the themes that you're seeing in all these yeah. interactive art pieces, not only the opportunity for the public to connect with them, but in today's world, we think it's more important than ever to have a positive message. Yeah. So um, I, I had a story the other day of a guy that hadn't talked to his son in a long time, and he wrote a postcard to his son, and he sent it there, and he sent me a note and said, hey, I hadn't talked to my son in a long time, but mm -hmm. you gave me an opportunity to tell my son I love him, and this postcard went out, and they reconnected. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that, yeah. right? And that was all a result from, you know, thank the thank the the Edmund taxpayer because they're they're part of that, mm -hmm. and the city of Edmond to be a part of that, and visit Edmond and the Edmond Visitors Bureau yeah. and evac or all a part of making that happen. Yeah, you know, receiving handwritten notes is it's. Uh, it just doesn't happen anymore. Isn't it does fun it? though? It's fun when you yeah. get one. I mean, I I remember when I was at school at SNU, and um, we had a professor every year, and he every year he would write his class, everyone in the class, a note, and you you didn't know when you were going to get it, but you were guaranteed to get one. Uh, you probably looked forward to it. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's you know he's Dr. Larry Mills is who I'm speaking about. And he's just anyone who's been to SNU knows who he is, and he him and his wife are just the you know they're just the nicest people ever. But to do that right and and uh, but to do that and send it to someone, you know, and we knew it was coming, but to send it to someone who doesn't expect it, uh, you know, like to your wife or anyone like that's, and it's the thing with knowing that, you know, if someone's going to do it without, like you've got to go buy a stamp, you've got to go get a card. Like it's, it's that inconvenience right. of doing it rather than just sending a text or right. whatever it is that we do now. But because you have that ability, it's right there. You're already here. Just, you know, quick note, pop it in. It's done. And it's taken care of. Like that small little act, and it takes out the you know it takes the time out of it. Like that's that's special. And then obviously it's coming from Edmund, and you remember where you are, or you remember where you know why that person is in Edmund, and what the person who receives it. You know they might be on traveling, they might be on a business trip, or they might be having coffee with a friend, and you think, oh, you know, we we spoke about you today, but we're going to yeah. send you a note to to tell you that we were thinking of you. Something like that. It it goes a it's long a way. It's a human touch. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. I think we need more. Of that in today's world, just a human mm -hmm. touch. I mean, think about it. How many texts will you get this year? Yeah. Thousands. You know, I'll get dozens every mm -hmm. day, if not more. Um, but how many postcards will you get? One. Yeah. Two, maybe. And usually it's from your grandmother. On or an occasion. You know, on yeah. occasion, yeah. maybe it's your birthday. Yeah. And so we're getting a lot of great feedback from that piece from the public of, of just, again, connecting humans with, you know, their, yeah. their loved ones. And so... 
Um, I don't know where that'll go uh, other than I love having it and I would love to hear the stories mm. of people. So as people do that, I, I love getting those, yeah. those Facebook posts or things like that. It's good knowing, like seeing the numbers and knowing that it's, you know, people, it's either increasing and people are really using it and it's, it's something special, especially for the people of you know, the city of Edmond to do it. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I hope some other cities see that and yeah. pick that up and replicate it and do it because, um, it's a great art piece, one of our one of our better interactive art pieces. Mm-hmm. But we got a lot more planned. Yeah. Yeah, the next one I really like. It's you know, the the ungrateful, um, you know, it's a chalkboard located down at the Edmund uh, at the Edmund Rail Yard, which is again a really cool spot. And if no one anyone listening, if you've not been there, go. Um, great food, ice cream, stuff like that's real close as well. But that's that's a special thing, you know, I'm grateful. There's a lot of things that just to remind you of being grateful and then writing it down. There's so much power in writing things down, isn't it? Yeah, it becomes and then real. For, yeah, it does, right. yeah. And for people to see as well, because someone's going to come up there and read that, right? You might not leave your name or you may leave your name, but when you write something, it's, it could be two words, right? It could be anything, but it could be, it's just, that's 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 another really cool interactive piece for sure. It is, and um, this was a bit of a journey how we arrived at this art piece. Um, if you Google... Uh, chalkboard before I die mm-hmm. there are art pieces that it's a bit of a movement uh, around the country where people would write before I die I want to dot 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 go to Paris okay. skydive it could be any number of things yeah and so we were looking at that and we just thought that just didn't feel right for our city um, and then COVID hit and it certainly didn't feel right yeah. at that point in time to yeah. use that terminology and so we were debating what we should put up there and I believe it was Cinda who said I'm grateful that just that fit and so we did. Mm-hmm. Um, we partnered with Zonley Lumen on the art piece. And as a matter of fact, he actually, they contributed it all. So they deserve the full credit for yeah. the art piece. It was, wasn't technically an EVAC piece. And so in a chalk paint, a wall was painted. Steve Gibson on his, on his building approved it. So you can go up there and write on the art or the chalk paint. And then the I'm grateful is in white and it's in permanent uh, mm-hmm. paint. So what it allows you to do is you can go over there and there's always going to be chalk there. Okay, so we refill it about once a week. And again, we thought, well, this, you know, I don't know how much use this is going to be. Maybe every other month we'll have to clean it. Well, we have to clean it about every week <laughs> because it, we clean yeah. it typically every week and within a day it's so full. But what's been fascinating is to read what's up there. Mm-hmm. And so I'll stop there from time to time. And I always write my granddaughter's name. I'm a grandfather now. I'll write her name on there. And there's something about, even though I've said it now seven or eight times on that chalk wall, yeah. I still love doing that. I've seen an art piece of a, a young man who said, I'm grateful for being alive because I didn't know if I was going to make it this long. Yeah. So this is a guy who's going through probably some kind of health issue or maybe a substance abuse. I don't know what mm-hmm. his issue was, but he is really grateful. I saw one two days ago, that which, which was Save the Date, and they put their date up there, so they're getting yeah. married, right? So it allows the public to go up there and write whatever they're grateful for. There was all, always concerns that people might put some derogatory statements up mm-hmm. there, and those have been very minimal. I'm not saying they won't go up there from time to time. I mean, we are dealing with sure. human beings, right? Yeah. So the great thing is you can just erase it. Kids it's can just, be kids, right? Yeah, they can, you can erase it. Yeah. So I'm always interested to see names of people up there or whatever it might be that you're grateful for. Yeah. And, um Again, I bet we've had in the four months it's been up, I would say every month probably a thousand. Yeah. So what are we up to now? Four or five thousand notes in that period of time. Mm-hmm. So give that 
few years and we're gonna have tens of thousands of handwritten notes on that wall it's yeah. gonna be pretty astounding it's pretty special piece, isn't it? yes yeah and it's like it's something so simple isn't it yeah right and anybody could do that i mean yeah. any city could do that any neighborhood could do that i would encourage a neighborhood mm-hmm. to do it um or you could even do it on your front porch of your own house i'm grateful for and if friends came over they could always write a note about yeah. what they're grateful for you know, I mean, we all, I do it, you know, we complain about this or that, but it's just to get your mindset thinking mm-hmm. about what's positive. Yeah. To that point, I mean, obviously this, you know, we're, we're in a crazy time at the moment and with the changing of politics and all that thing, I, I put out a note today saying that, you know, I, I can't vote. I'm not a citizen. And I just said, look, if you ask any immigrant how grateful they are to be in this country, it's one of the best countries in the world. And I'm very proud to be Welsh, but like, you know, Ask any immigrant, and that was my grateful for today. Yeah, as being so, you know, being, being, a, being yeah. election day, it's anything. It is. Yeah, it's great. And you know what? I'm thankful. I see this. Friends and I talk about this all the time. But I'm thankful to be an Oklahoman yeah. during this season. But I'm really thankful to be in to be in Edmond. Mm-hmm. I mean, Edmond. When you look at the data that's out there on what's going on um, in our city, just over the last uh, eight months through this COVID season. I mean, our city has performed yeah. so well. You know, um, downtown Oklahoma City has struggled with tax collections. Edmond is up over 2019 numbers. Mm-hmm. So we have probably one of the most resilient cities in the Midwest part of the United States. And as a real estate developer, I love that. Sure. Right? Um, Being but, able to work with city council is, yeah, is, we is, get is a plus. It, you know, the city has money and the residents yeah. have capital to invest. but. But it's also just good. It allows them to invest in things, you know, with a new trail system going on near Arcadia mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah. we're performing really well, and I'm pleased to see that. Yeah. So so the last interactive piece for now, because I'm sure there's going to be plenty coming in the future, mm-hmm. the, the Route 66 selfie shield, which everyone loves taking selfies, everyone for social media. You know, it, you've got to show where you've been. If you traveled, you, you know, you've got to show that. And what better thing to have than, than a giant shield that you can take a picture in front of. And, and you know, it was installed uh, on October the 17th. Uh, at Festival Marketplace by the Boy Scouts, which yeah. is really cool as well. So it's a nice, a neat little local touch. For, you know, it is, them. and a lot of people don't know this, but um, the where Route 66 turns south is just one block from here, mm-hmm. right? At the corner of Second Street and Broadway. That's the, that's where Route 66 turns south, and so it made sense to have that Route 66 badge at Festival Marketplace. Yeah. Thank you to the Boy Scouts who did that, and the Eagle uh, Scout troops or Eagle Scout who did that. Mm-hmm. Um, fabulous piece to go in and take a selfie with. Um, our, we're hoping to get some more uh, Route 66 signage in downtown Edmond. There's some proposals out there, um, and so we're going to see if I had to predict uh, if we have five really good interactive art pieces today within a year I'd say that number is going to double or triple mm-hmm. probably pretty conservatively and so the dream is always you know if you want to spend an afternoon with your family or a loved one then you can certainly do that yeah. and never get uh, you know never miss a beat and have plenty of things to do during that season so yeah do we have like does the city have a guide for all the arts that are out here because there's so many pieces I don't know if there's a way to like check everyone yeah, off there, or there's whatever. a map that's that's a provided map, yeah. um, and we can you can get online and, okay. and find that uh, the visitors bureau yeah. allows that and also the admin visit visual arts has that as well so but our hope is that we're going to get some things on our app that can Mm, connect people so you can just do a kind of a snap of it and it'll take you to the next one but that's probably coming in the future yeah that'd be really cool uh all right i'm gonna finish with this one and i I asked the ladies who were on a previous edmund podcast this question if you're going on a date night 
where are you going before dinner where are you having dinner and then where are you going after maybe for a few drinks yeah great question uh so we live at Arcadia, and we live in a typical uh, suburban neighborhood in Edmond, right? And probably there's a lot of people in Oklahoma City living in, in a neighborhood. And it's it's interesting to me, um, a lot of our entertainment now is coming to downtown Edmond after dinner and walking around. Yeah. Okay. Now, why would we do that? Well, we get to interact with people because one of the great things of a great date is just relational activity, right? So I would say uh, for me and what my wife and I a lot of times do Sunday night at uh, Othello's is nice because you get half price pizza so mm-hmm. everybody loves a bargain and after that we walked around we walked to the I'm grateful piece um, but you know I would also say there's some brand new restaurants going down at Stevenson Park which is south of 2nd Street it's probably a 8 minute walk from right here and then you got Hideaway Pizza and there's some brand new concepts going in there so it's hard to answer any one question yeah. on the uh, on the restaurants, other than to say, a year ago we had three places to eat down here. Um, eight months from now, I'd say now we have twelve places, yeah. maybe ten places. Eight months from now, we'll have twenty. Okay, so and and I was in one today. Um, it's going to be on First Street. It's called Farmer's Grain, and it's really upscale. Mm-hmm. I would, um, so Cy Mills is going to open that. And it's going to be, if you really want a nice sit-down meal, that's going to be the place to do it. They're yeah. going to have a, a, a wine vault inside. It's really beautiful. So it's hard to answer where yeah, I would go, is, yeah. but uh, coffee at Evoke on Saturday morning is a great date. Walk to the Farmer's Market, walk downtown yeah. is always fun. Take your kids to a Blockworks to go climb and... I do a climbing so yeah i love it all that's awesome well matthew i really appreciate your time uh, and it you know it's great to see your love for the city and you're continuing to to help develop it and, and do good things and you know bring more people to edmund and, and that's that's what the goal is right let's bring more people to the city to spend more money to make it better than it already is well the people so. are what make a great city so i'm expecting to see you down here on a friday night it looks like <laughs> with your wife so come on down one night i'll have to do that thanks so much for your time and for everyone listening i'll post all the links down below for everything that matthew just mentioned and we will see you in Edmund. Catch you later. When Edmund's largest interactive art piece was installed at the Festival Marketplace, it not only marked their 235th public art installation, but also a new business trend. Interactive art is engaging visitors and citizens to stay downtown longer. Interactive art lures people from outside the area to eat at Edmund's restaurants, shop at their stores, and create experiences that make them want to come back again and again. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.